So the pressure to get married got me onto a matrimonial website a couple of years ago. And that way I thought at least I could have the control to choose my own partner, if not for falling in love. Right? So I got several requests and one from a person who was four years younger. I felt a little bit weird and, you know, I although I don't have an issue with it, I thought that the society hasn't progressed enough for us to think that arranged marriages with a younger man is okay. Nonetheless, I accepted the request and he immediately asked me if I had Snapchat. I downloaded it out of curiosity and he added me. And the first picture that I received, uh, well, was something that you can guess, maybe, and there are no points for guessing it. I was appalled at receiving it. I sent a very angry message. And uh, immediately after that, I was blocked from everywhere, from all the emails, from the, from the matrimonial site itself. His profile was gone. That sort of had a very weird uh, bearing on what I thought about these matrimonial sites and how the people on there are. Today, I want to discuss with Neha if she's had any experiences like this and if that has sort of gone into the disenchantment with the whole process. Uh, no, I'm quite grateful that uh, I haven't had this kind of experience, but my experiences varied in terms of the kind of people I had to talk to. And uh, I think from how you talked about it, you were handling it yourself, I think. Yeah. So for yeah. me, I had a moderator. I had requested my mother to moderate this matrimonial site from her end so that I don't have to talk to everyone. Told them that once somebody crosses those, you know, uh, bars or whatever, somebody meets those standards, then I can speak to them. In terms of my experience, I feel that uh, uh, they were different, but uh, no, not not it didn't uh, turn out uh, like this. And uh, yeah, I'm quite horrified about what you had to face. I hope that uh, you don't have to go through that or no, anybody has to go through it. And I don't even understand why this person was on this matrimonial side, what his objective was. Yeah, I think maybe he thought it was just a new way, new Tinder or something. I don't know, really. But even then, unsolicited pictures are not welcome. Yeah. I mean, there are different places for such that kind of content, but a matrimonial site is definitely not for that. And uh, uh, yeah, I hope he's not still doing this. Don't even remember his ID or name or anything. So I really hope that he isn't. Yeah, but uh, I feel that there's a very important point here. The ease with which this person has done this and deleted his account and some somehow gone offline, it actually speaks volumes about the degree of control and privacy and data protection that these sites actually offer, and they don't. And uh, that's something that was I found worrying when uh, my family had made an account for me, uh, that there is so much information about me uh, on one space with my pictures, and anybody can view it if they have an account there and anybody can use my pictures. So I feel that there's a very important point here that people kind of miss uh, on matrimonial sites, especially there is no way to filter or hold somebody accountable. And I think uh, this is something that if they are offering this service, then they should also offer some kind of protection. 
they have free services as well but i think it should be completely made on payment so that uh, this kind of uh, this there is a certain accountability to this that's true which uh, but the site that i was on it would only give out the email addresses once you've matched with that person so to say but nonetheless after you do that then there's no control that uh, this this organization has over your conversations yeah i mean that's true that if you give, if you if you accept and then you share your contact then there is no control that you can have yeah if they offer a chat platform then people should probably try to use that as long as possible before they uh can actually speak to the person because even even i think dating sites offer that option where you don't give out your number you talk to the person and then you kind of decide to share your number even they don't encourage it that is actually a good way to sort of go about this also so do you think that we've had different experiences because you had moderators uh, ass- assessing prospective people and i didn't uh i think yeah the the when you have one level or one filter in this process it really weeds out the amount of uh, stress that you'd have to face eventually uh i think uh, both of us because we are also working so we still take that uh, responsibility that if, even if you're handling it on your own or if i am handling it through my mother uh i'm still going to uh, have an active role in this process because i am working and i would want to know who i'm going to marry and who is the prospective do what does he do so for a working person it can be stressful in addition if your mother is moderating or your parents are moderating or even if it's your relative um there is a stress there because uh you have because somebody else is doing it for you uh you are also accountable to them and uh, there is that stress that they after a point you know uh, of repeated failures they will start questioning your standards uh, that what are you actually looking for you don't seem to like anyone and but if you're doing it on your own i feel that uh, then it's completely left uh, on your shoulders and it can be quite i think uh, it's a very huge responsibility then you need a lot of somebody to guide you so i think yeah you can actually talk about how you handled it and because i now handle it on my own but initially it was done uh, by my parents right so for me uh, thank you said that there's a pressure and to be accountable to somebody who's moderating it maybe that's that is there but like the pressure to also find someone on your own is immense too so what you do is you will say select four people five people and then you'd uh, talk to them and then after that after a point it's uh, everybody just starts sounding the same and you don't know what to do right because that's at least that's what happened with me when i was on these sites i'm not anymore i did feel that after a point everybody just sounds the same so where do you uh find that but to be attracted to somebody in a way that you can at least take it forward so that was that pressure is definitely there and that pressure continues to be there for myself or maybe from now uh, the family too but the pressure is more immediate and it has like a more immediate effect on me for that particular day or that week you know i can't concentrate on work or
go about my day without feeling some sort of heaviness i don't know somewhere in my body and the physiological manifestations of the psychological pressures are definitely uh, noticeable in fact i agree with you what i would actually uh, want to point out one of the things why you might be finding these people common is also because we are in we are stuck in this weird space in when we were growing up we were not very encouraged to you know socialize with the opposite sex and then you know there is this certain distance that we maintain all of a sudden you find that your parents would be insisting that you know now you should start talking now you should start looking culturally you are still in that space uh, but if uh, some people move and adapt quickly to to the newer settings while some don't and on these sides you'll find many of the people who still carry a very conventional understanding of marriage of what their wife or spouse should behave like of how their husband should behave like and uh, uh, because what 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 the site is actually doing is uh, literally being the middle person here they are uh, kind of uh, being this person who used to moderate when uh there was no social media and there was no internet and uh, the mental space with the uh, or the mentality of the people are still is still the same i mean there there is no change there which is why they'll all start sounding the same after a point so uh, to find somebody who is uh, as aware as empowered or as educated as you are as uh, woke i mean to use a modern term uh, is very difficult because uh, most people who will be on this site would be parents and family members of uh, these people and the and th- there's a very small chunk of people who would actually seriously be looking for somebody who would also be uh, modern in their thinking uh, would not be chauvinistic so yeah i think that commonality is something that you will eventually find happening with everyone and you really have to have uh, i don't know you have to be able to look past it and keep hoping that uh, yeah this person is not going to disappoint you hmm. yeah the stress that you're talking about so i would receive uh, many times uh, like uh, messages and uh, bio data and a picture of uh, prospective room from uh, my family when i was at work and uh, then it followed by calls uh, that you know you should look and you should uh, tell me what do you think uh, should we go ahead with it and i would have to really control myself that uh, th- th- i am at work i uh, cannot be uh, distracted in this manner because i don't think this would be very common um otherwise if you're doing it on your own of course uh, you wouldn't be suddenly bombarded with information then you'll come back home from office and then again there'll be this question that did you see what do you think so that uh, pressure begins already when you're in office it's not even you're, you're not even you don't even have to get home then your uh, work is going to get affected true it happened to me also where i would receive uh, messages and all of that when i was at work and same thing same thing like you said you know you can't 
suddenly switch in and switch out and uh, to your work or to what to the messages that you've gotten right right and funnily enough when you're talking about the commonality and when someone when people start sounding the same so i remember that on this website that i was on hmm. it specifically asked do you wear hijab or are you willing to and i said no for both so they would ask the other person also about this uh, expectancy i would get requests where that person would say yes i want somebody who wears one or she is willing to wear one right so i don't understand when it's already there what are you thinking in your head when you're sending a request or you think that we are fooling them i don't know what's going on over there so that was quite weird for me to understand and i think that is because they don't take it seriously enough so when they say when when somebody is saying that no i don't want to wear a hijab or i don't intend to or i intend to work after marriage even that is a question that uh, that is asked on many sides or or many times i would read it on the profiles of the men that we don't have a problem with the girl wants to work after marriage or we permit it or something like that and at that point i would be like uh, excuse me uh, do i need somebody's permission to continue working i feel that in the, in this con- particular context um gender is an important aspect where women are kind of after a point nudged and eventually pushed into complying uh it is considered that uh, since we live in a patriarchal setup that uh, the woman is now going to go to her husband's house which will now become her house and her house won't remain her house so now that she's in a new space and it's the in-law space so she has to live by the rules of their uh, family uh, they somehow feel that you know you can be convinced into these practices that you know you can be convinced into not working or you can be convinced into wearing a hijab or not wearing one either way yeah true i feel that your compliance point is very correct sometimes even compliance or conformity is considered to be a virtue i do understand when you say that people think that they can nudge you to conform to a certain way of living i feel like you uh, brought up you know it to be acceptable to another family rather than being acceptable to yourself that's true in fact people are very scared of uh, putting it on the website uh, the kind of freedoms that they would want or the kind of um, expectations that they have because they are f- they're scared of being rejected and they feel that nobody will approach them because when i initially when when i took control of a uh, platform uh, one of the first things i did was i changed uh, the profile to read me i that this is my expectation and i made it very for i made it very clear that you know please don't expect somebody who is very religious and uh, i had to put it very clearly so that nobody who is very very religious or conservative approaches like i'm writing it right there even if after that somebody sending it to me then i would not look at the profile yeah i think you have to be very clear and people are scared of that because of the fear of being rejected but uh, if you're clear enough on your profile anybody who is smart enough kind of understands that you are not you're not somebody who's going to get convinced into doing something it's more 
that you have your own convictions and they should be okay with somebody who has their own convictions and their own mind uh yeah and that's how you can get closer to finding somebody who is uh, who will be more supportive as a partner we've had sort of uh, a mixed experience or a bad one i would say but maybe a lot of people have had good experiences with such matchmaking sites do you think maybe we are seeking something extraordinary is that something that comes to your mind but sometimes i feel that it's actually really simple things that mm. just respect yeah yes i know many people who have had who have enjoyed this process uh, who had a very good time they met a lot of people they and all the people most of them uh, were in favor of marrying them and they had a choice and pick uh, but even that was not taken well by their families because the family was like what are you looking for even though she's enjoying it uh even then there's a pressure on her that uh, why can't you just choose what are you looking for and uh, it, it kind of makes the whole process bitter uh, that even somebody who may who who is going out of her way to uh, be um i mean compliant in this who is saying that yes i will get married you introduce me to people i will talk to them even she has to uh face the same brunt of uh, not that if she says no uh, then what is it she, that she is looking for and most of the time in my discussions i have found that uh, people want some very very similar values but uh, they kind of uh, depending on the kind of clarity you have about uh, where you want to be uh, those values kind of either get uh, they kind of disappear or they kind of take a back seat so uh, because these matrimonial sites are also made on the foundation of stability that you know uh, they very clearly ask your income they very clearly ask you where you work what's your family background in that sense it's setting a very strong conventional way of looking at marriage so people kind of get carried away with that and they forget about certain values that they have which may not run uh, common with their future spouse and because i think uh, we are we have had the fortune uh, of working and we have uh, met more people interacted with more people uh, we are a little more privileged and empowered to see that uh, despite all the commonalities in income in uh, region in language uh, the other person will still have uh, differences in values and that's where i think families kind of fail to see the issue i mean uh, they feel that if he or she is good looking they come from a good family they speak well they have studied in good schools they are in a very stable job they have their own house their car then what is the problem and they're very nice people uh, that's the most uh, uh, overused word that this person is a nice person what 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 do you find wrong in them and i think uh, that is where uh, the roads diverge because most people are now looking at values and you don't talk about your car or your house or your income or your uh, job every day you talk about things that are common to you you talk about about the same sense of humor about friends about each other's friends and you have to like them and if you don't then uh, that's one part of your social circle that's going to have a problem our expectations are not extraordinary our expectations are very normal uh, it's just uh, uh, that 
they kind of go missing because values is such an ambiguous term that uh, people kind of say that nahi wo to that you will get used to it or you will kind of adapt or you will uh, learn each other's ways funny enough i've only had uh, this sort of a conversation with women i haven't had a conversation about uh, being on a matchmaking site with a man so i don't know what exactly is happening in that world have you had a conversation with somebody on such a site um my perception of like from the men that i spoke to uh, they were all i think more or less uh, handling it on their own and uh, they were older so there was that commonality with them that the ones who were handling it on their own were older than me and the ones who were my age their profiles are managed by their parents so uh, i think they i don't know about their experience because those conversations didn't even last but uh, i think the men who handle these conversations or these this um experiences on their own they may not face this level of pressure because there's also this conventional understanding of the age at which a woman should get married and the age at which a man should and still uh, i feel that because men occupy comparatively a more privileged uh, space in families in in traditional families and patriarchal families that they are not questioned as much as a woman would be and uh, maybe that's why they would not experience this level of stress uh, also because they have to be uh, already settled in their lives before they start uh, kind of looking for a, a bride uh, they feel pressure too i'm sure but uh, maybe not as much as a lady would be because uh, yeah y- y- you looked at with with a mic with a microscope every aspect of you the points that you just made sort of brings me to this gender role related query that i saw on kora this girl she said that she loved her boyfriend a lot but he only earned 20000 rupees so she's asking the whole world what should she do <laughs> <laughs> yes so the answers quite baffled me because all of them were like you know 20000 me kuch nahi hoga but some of them were like if you love each other then you know uh, okay. everything is going to be fine but not one of them asked the girl what she was doing for a living and why she expected her boyfriend to uh, take all of the financial burden so i went ahead and actually wrote an answer have you thought of working yourself did she respond no she didn't respond <laughs> but uh, you know you find you find these things in such funny places yeah and that's when you feel bad for the other gender as well that they have a different set of pressures uh, where this kind of question is being asked that why oh, love this person so much but he's not earning so she can actually consider leaving him Uh, even though she loves them so much yeah uh, and a lot of people did did advise her to do that so that's that's a very different kind of pressure that if we are talking about binary genders then for the for this particular gender yes that's quite sad yeah today was an interesting episode we started talking about the pressures that women face when they start looking for a partner in an arranged marriage situation We then also talked about the stress this can cause and how gender pressures or gender roles 
as we know it in a binary space play out that led us to talk about the pressures that men face and what is expected out of them in marriages and of course that can be pressurizing too mm-hmm.